Welcome to Bouncing Forward. I'm Amy Purdy. I believe that our challenges give us the opportunity to live an even greater life with more meaning and purpose. Through my own experience of losing my legs at 19 years old and going on to become a professional athlete, New York Times bestselling author, and world-renowned motivational speaker, I've learned that overcoming our obstacles has nothing to do with bouncing back. It has everything to do with bouncing forward. That's why on this podcast, I'm sharing stories of resilience, setbacks, and remarkable comebacks. Your journey to bouncing forward starts here. Hey guys, I am so excited about today's episode. It's a shorter one, but I think you'll get a lot from it. So I mentioned in episode two how I didn't want to have surgery again, I didn't want to be in the hospital again, and how I was fighting it. However, it ended up being one of the best things that happened to me this year. Here is why. While I was in there, I realized something that I couldn't wait to share with you. I believe I figured out a key component to be inspired and getting motivated. And that's what I want to share with you today. Because, you know, we all struggle finding inspiration at times or getting motivated. And so I hope today's tips help you as much as they helped me. So, Due to COVID, I couldn't have anybody with me in the hospital. My husband had to drop me off at the front of the hospital by myself, and I actually didn't know if that was for good. I didn't know if he would actually be able to come into the hospital at some point. I just knew he couldn't be with me for surgery. So when I woke up from surgery, I ended up being in the hospital by myself for six days. And I actually had very little pain thank God. And I was wide awake. So I wasn't on any painkillers. I didn't really have to take anything. And so I was just kind of hanging out in the hospital by myself. And because I was doing so well, the nurses kind of just left me alone. You know, they would come in if I needed them, but they weren't coming in to check on me a lot because I was doing really good. So it kind of felt like I was just locked in this room by myself, separated from the outside world. So what did I do that whole time? I'll start by sharing what I didn't do. So I barely picked up my phone and looked at social media. I turned the TV on only one time. It happened to be the week that the Capitol was getting stormed and, you know, the whole country was all up in arms and everybody was all over social media and people were reaching out to me, asking me if I knew what was going on. I turned the TV on one time, saw what was going on, turned it off, and that was it. And being in this room... In a way, I felt almost protected from what was going on in the outside world. And luckily, they put me in this room where I had floor-to-ceiling glass. It was like a corner suite. I could watch the sunrise every day and the sunset. And so all I did was literally (laughs) gaze out the window for hours every single day. I was bored for sure, but at the end of the day, I would think, gosh, what did I do today? And I realized I was just kind of staring out the window all day. And I cannot tell you how inspired and motivated I got. I started thinking of my life and I was thinking of memories because my grandpa had just passed away. I was thinking how I wanted to live the rest of my life. I was thinking about this podcast and the guests that I wanted on here. I was thinking about the topics that I wanted to talk about. And leading up to this, I was excited about this podcast, but to be honest, I was kind of procrastinating. You know, sometimes we procrastinate most on the things that we know we need to do, and I was procrastinating on this podcast, and I just couldn't 
kind of set the tone to get some of these episodes done. But here I'm sitting in the hospital for six days, super inspired, just thinking of so many episodes. So I started writing them down in my phone. I even wrote an entire speech in my phone while I'm recovering. And I even thought of a new business idea and wrote the entire business plan down. All of this while I'm recovering from major surgery. So how did this happen? How did I get so inspired? I was in the environment that had zero distraction, which allowed me to gaze out the window and daydream. And I don't really know the last time that I've been able to do that. I mean, how often in today's day, with all the distractions we have, do we get to just spend hours every day daydreaming and visualizing? So I think we all know how easy it is to get distracted. If you have kids, you're distracted for sure. Even if you don't have kids like me, you're distracted. My dog distracts me every day. And I swear, every time I sit down, I finally get ready to do some work. Somebody comes to the door, my phone rings or an email dings. Something is going on that's constantly distracting us. In fact, I read a BBC article the other day that said we get distracted at least every six minutes. Every six minutes, something distracts us. And on top of that, it takes 30 minutes to recover and to refocus from that distraction. So knowing that, how the hell do we get anything done? But imagine how much we could get done if we weren't so distracted. We would seriously all have empires. (laughs) We'd have business empires. In fact, there's studies that show when we distract ourselves by TV or scrolling through social media, we turn off the creative parts of our brains. So imagine if we weren't so distracted. After having this experience, I now know how important it is to not be distracted. So I have vowed to try to set up a time every day where I have zero distractions. So whether that means I need to wake up in the morning earlier than my husband and my dog and just stare out the window and drink my coffee and watch the sunrise and completely relax my brain so that memories and thoughts and ideas can come in and inspire me. Or if I don't have time to do that, at least plan out an hour every day with zero distractions, turning my phone off, you know, not answering the door, locking myself in a quiet room. And whether you sit there and just relax and gaze out the window or focus on work or something that you need to get done, To have a full hour with zero distractions will allow us to hyper-focus and get so much done. And I have no doubt that being in the hospital by myself for six days without picking up my phone, without the TV, without distractions, that is what allowed me to get so inspired because it allowed me to reflect on my life and and to think of who I am and who I want to be. And I don't really know the last time that I did that so intensely. When was the last time you've been able to do that? So the first thing I'm challenging you with is to try to find an environment where you have no distractions. That way you can daydream. And I'm going to do a whole episode on daydreaming coming up because I feel like so much of my life, the life that I live today, was daydreams that I had years ago. So I completely am an advocate for daydreaming. What daydreaming does is it leads to innovation. Daydreaming is what gets our creative juices flowing. So for me, staring out the window allowed me to visualize for hours a day and everything got so clear. You know, our brains need to get bored. 
They need to get bored at times because that's what triggers us to daydream. So think about it. Most of the time, when we get bored, what do we do? We instantly distract ourselves. In fact, if we aren't already distracted by some outside force, we distract ourselves. We instantly pick up our smartphones and we scroll. And think about it. Back in the day, before we even had smartphones, let's say we were at the airport. What did we do? Well, waiting for our plane, we would sit there, we would gaze out the window, we would people watch, and we would daydream. And now, what do we do? The minute we sit down and we realize, oh, we've got, you know, 20, 30 minutes to kill, we instantly pick our smartphones up and we start scrolling. And daydreaming is a critical part of our brains that we instantly disable the minute we pick up our smartphones. So I challenge you guys, and I'm actually doing it myself, I challenge you that next time you're bored and you could be staring out the window, to do it. Catch yourself every time you wanna pick your phone up because by allowing our brains to wander or to people watch, we are opening up the creative parts of our brain and I have no doubt that we will end up accomplishing so much because by daydreaming, we get inspired. And when we get inspired, we get motivated. And what this whole experience of being in the hospital taught me is the importance of the environment that we are in. So getting inspired and getting motivated isn't just about checking things off of our to-do list. In fact, we have to get motivated to even do that. So I believe, and what I realized in myself, is that when we are in the right environment, that's what triggers us to get motivated and get inspired. We may not be able to find ourselves in that environment all the time, so we have to create it ourselves. So for example, let's just say you wanna meditate, but you never get around to it, you're procrastinating. Well, I guarantee if you set the tone, if you set the room, light a candle, put on relaxing music, whatever you need to do to inspire you to do it, and you will. Or let's say you wanna work out. I mean, we all pretty much have that on our list every day, and I guarantee we all don't get to it. But what happens if we wake up, we put our workout clothes on, we turn on music that motivates us, that inspires us, music that makes us want to work out? I guarantee you will do it because it's not about forcing ourselves to get productive. It's about setting the tone, setting the environment that makes us want to do the work. So this has been a game-changing realization for me because I now know that I get creative in an environment where there's no distractions that allow me to daydream and just allow me to kind of focus and let my brain wander. So now in the future, when I have an idea that I want to create like a new podcast or a new business or whatever it may be, I'm actually going to lock myself in a hotel room for three to four days and allow myself to just daydream. And I have no doubt that I'll get creative and I'll find a way. I know it's not easy for all of us to find the time to do this, to step away and have time to ourselves, but I guarantee if we can find just an hour a day for ourselves to shut off distractions, to allow ourselves to daydream, to allow ourselves to set the environment, we will get so much done. So that's it. This is what I learned sitting in the hospital for six days by myself And it taught me so much. It made me realize things about myself that I honestly didn't know before. And I haven't daydreamed in a long time. I mean, I used to daydream so much. And I now realize that I don't do it as much because I am so distracted. 
because I do pick up my phone. I'll watch TV or, you know, just everything going on in the world. It's really easy to get distracted. But now I realize exactly what I need to do to open up the creative juices in my brain and to get excited again. And I hope that these tips help you as much as they have helped me. And if you didn't get a chance to write these tips down, which I'm sure you know, some of you are listening to this while you're working out or on a walk or driving in your car, don't worry about it because after every episode comes out, I post the tips that I share about in the episode on my Instagram. So keep your eyes open. You'll see the tips on there this week. And I'm excited for next week's episode and I will see you guys there. Thank you so much for tuning in to Bouncing Forward. My mission is to show that no matter what our circumstances, if you want something bad enough and if you feel it in your heart and your soul, that the possibilities of what we can achieve are endless. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to never miss an episode and please leave a review to help me help more people bounce forward. I wanna leave you with this one question. If your life was a book and you were the author, how would you want your story to go? From this podcast, I hope you walk away seeing that although we can't control the things that happen to us, we can always control the way we react to them. We determine where our story goes from here. It's not about bouncing back to who we once were. It's about bouncing forward and becoming all that we could be.